Hello and welcome back to the Trail Manners Podcast. This is single track session number 134. It's going to be short, sweet, and to the point this week. I am having a challenging week and I'm trying to get ready to head down to Zion. So it is a late Wednesday evening. I got to get up early and uh, pick someone up at the airport. Still got to pack, still got to take care of my dog, all kinds of stuff. So we're going to get to it this week. So hello again. I am your host, Eric Manning, and uh, we will go ahead and start right off with uh, letting everybody know this this month we are, we are partnering, working with Hemp Daddies Therapeutics. They're a full-spectrum CBD oil made in Colorado, organic hemp, and thank you very much because... Thankfully, it helps me because it's helping my Achilles right now. It really does, and it's helping me sleep. But uh, head over to HempDaddies.com to support the show, and you can learn more about it there from Caleb and his uh, awesome website with uh, video tutorials. And don't forget to use code TRAILCBD for 10% off and free shipping. Again, we want to thank Hemp Daddies to work with them. Um, You can buy CBD oil anywhere, folks. It's all over the place but it won't come with the same level of love. Customer support that Caleb provides there at Hemp Daddy. So check them out. Thank them um, for everything they contribute to, not just myself, but to people in general. It reduces stress, folks, and we could use that in the United States of America and all over the world. It helps with anxiety. So they've got oils, transdermal creams, and capsules. Give it a try. Educate yourself. HempDaddies.com. And, uh, yeah, let's get right after it now. So, um, episode 134, as I mentioned, I'm getting ready. I'm packing up. I rented a car and I had a choice. I could have rented an SUV ish and slept in that or take a car, sleep in a tent. I opted for the cheaper of the two. So I got me a little intermediate is what it's classified as. It's a little sucker. It's some type of Toyota. I rented it today. The only thing I know about it is it has Arizona plates. I don't even know what type of Toyota is. It's gray. It's the gray Toyotas that you see on the road. Yeah, that's the one. No, it's a small car. I'm not used to it. And I'm trying to pack the head down design. I'm only going down. So I'm leaving Thursday morning, which is when the show launches. And I'll be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, coming home Sunday, Easter Sunday. Um, so, you know, three, three and a half days-ish. Should have plenty of room in this car. But my heavens, a Yeti ice chest takes up a lot on these little suckers. Plus... I have to transport my dog to my sister's so he can be tended to and uh, pick a friend up at the airport. So I'm trying to figure this out. And the sad part is, can I get to this? So the sad part is, I mentioned last week, I'm having some Achilles problems. I've been vigilant. I've been doing a good job. Sp- spoke with Jim Skaggs. He gave me some some treatment. I went to my massage sports guy, right? And he was like, dude, your your ankle is jacked. Bottom of my foot, inside my ankle, he's like, it's super crunchy. Like, there's a lot going on on that side of my leg. And I think it's the ankle I rolled really bad playing indoor soccer not too long ago. But, man, I'll tell you what. Some days, it just hurts to walk. And I'm I'm maxing out right now at like seven miles for one run. That's a max. And so my heart hurts because Zion, um, this has been planned for quite some time. Um, reserved everything. I mean, probably October. And I've been super psyched because Zion Traverse is one of my favorite runs. And we're going from Lee's Pass to the Grotto, right, which is 30-plus miles. I don't know what I'm going to be able to do. So I'm super bummed because I love it down there. 
the people that are going are awesome. So I want to spend time with them. And we all know spending time with people on the trail is where it's at. But I don't know what to do because I know I can't keep up. I don't know if I'm going to hurt myself more. It didn't seem like there's like some serious like something going on. It's just Achilles tendinosis, right? I got a lump on my Achilles. It hurts sometimes down in the heel. After my massage, I felt like a million bucks. Um, but I think it's when you sleep, right? So I need to get me one of those boots. When you sleep, your toes kind of point. So it, it shortens your Achilles. So when I wake up, it's been shortened all night. So I think I need to get a boot or one of those socks for plantar fasciitis to where it keeps your toe pointed upward and it keeps that Achilles stretched during the night. Because I'm doing exercising, I'm rubbing it, started to do some scraping on it. Um, but man, I am so friggin' bummed. I love Zion, but I also need to get away. So I'm looking at it twofold. I got a new book and um, so I can go down and read, which... Is plan Q, right? There's like A through the alphabet. That's like Q, but I can go down and read, spend time with friends, just kind of get away, sleep in a tent. We all know how fun that can be. You know, good night, solid sleep, you know, wake up, no problems with the, your old back or anything. I love camping, don't get me wrong, but I'm getting older. So yeah, super bummed. Stupid, stupid Achilles injury. And I, I shouldn't say, I don't know if it's an injury per se or just... It hurts, right? And it just is really frustrating, so I don't want to hurt it more because I want to do some neat things. So, But I have been working out, kind of trying to get myself feeling better, but not being able to do the original plan in Zion has got me frustrated. So what do you do, folks? What do you do when plan A through whatever is before Q, right? Kind of poo-poos, right? So that's where I'm at, kind of bummed. Been trying to cram what I can in before we go down, but ultimately I'm trying to play it safe. I guess I'm on a pitch count. I was told, yeah, you could probably doctor wise, yeah, I wouldn't go over 10 miles at a time if it's really bothering you. Well, God, that's not fun, folks. Come on. Anyway, that's my rant. It's not a rant. It's compl- It's whining. It's my wine, whining. And speaking of wine, today's beer of the week. Is from a new brewery here right down the street, blocks literally from my house. I went there last week. It's Utah Brewing. So I'm guessing Utah, UT, Ogden, OG, Utah Brewing Company here in Ogden, Utah. It's a cool little spot, um, awesome little place. And I tried a few of their beers, and they're all pretty good, you know, the ones I tried. But I walked away, and I grabbed, I bought, I grabbed, I bought a couple cans of their Hops Deep IPA. Um, it's 6.1 ABV, man, it, it is smooth, man. It is really smooth, great hoppy taste. Got that nice copper color, um, for a new brewery. I'm digging it. So I got a couple cans of that. So that's the beer of the week. I am having that right now. It's uh, late at night, but I'm hoping it helps me sleep on top of my hemp daddies on top of my melatonin. And, uh, that way my mind can just shut down. So you tug brewing company if you're in the area here in utah want to check it out i'd be happy to meet you down there share a beer because they're pretty tasty i will see blocks blocks away from my house so check them out utah brewing company brand new hops deep ipa it is it's a it's a it's a solid beer it is solid um 
especially first coming out. So my hat's off to them. And their food's pretty good, too. Um, you know, when a new place opens up, it takes some time to kind of get things, all the kinks worked out. I went, me and my daughter went and had no issues whatsoever. Food was good. Service was great. Um, in fact, there's a guy, Winston, there who's off, also one of my baristas in my coffee shop who moonlights at the beer place. So, you know, I, I feel like I'm getting taken care of there. So I got I got to tip my hat to, to the folks at Utah Brewing. But check them out. Uh, good little spot and uh, good beers. So let's see. What else we got? So, you know, when things are just kind of going off the rails, it's like sometimes they're not necessarily the end of the world issues. Just little things, right? But when you have like multiple little things, it just adds on and combines to one another. Well, that's that's where I've been. So it's all these little things, right? It's the Achilles. It's work. It's the weather. It's coaching soccer. It's all these little things where I, I can't shut my mind down at night. So last Thursday night, I was having a particularly rough scratch that Friday night. Last Friday night. It's Friday, folks. You're supposed to be get down, boogie and party, Netflix and you're up, you're, you know, your face off. I'm out walking my dog, Gunner. And it's getting dark. It's dusk. It's getting dark to where it's harder to see. We have this little route we go. It's on a dead end road, fields on both sides, river at the end. No one's ever down there. I survey the scene. There's no one around. I take him off leash so he can do his business because no one likes to have their dog on a leash when he's dropping a D, you know? So he's walking and briefly I could see something coming at us. So I'm like, all right, what is this? So I'm like, Gunner, come here. And then I'm like, oh, no, is that a cat? And Gunner's got no problem with cats, right? Um, he's better with cats than I am. So I'm like, oh, it's a cat. And he starts walking towards it. And I'm like, Gunner, come here, you know? And he he usually listens first try. Well, as it got closer, I'm like, man, that cat has got some crazy hairdo, man. It's got a white stripe down its back. It's got a big old bushy, oh, my God, it's a skunk. And it happened to be kind of a, I'll say juvenile to baby. It was a little dude. I'm I'm at this point, I'm like, Gunner, come Gunner, and he's always a good dog. He always listens, but for whatever reason, he's like, nah, I'm good. I'm going to hang out with this little dude. They're nose to nose. I'm freaking out, and I'm thinking, okay, if you start screaming, you might scare the skunk, but your dog's not listening to you. You don't want you know this thing to blow up in your face. So I'm like, Gunner, come. I get the leash. I'm kind of bent down, but I'm on my distance. You know, I don't know the spray. Uh, distance of one of these bad boys. I've never researched it. I don't know. I can, you know, I know how long it takes for a snake to bite you, right? But skunks, come on. How how far can this sucker shoot, right? Has he got like a water cannon? What has he got in his butt? So my dog's nose to nose, and he looked pretty chill. The skunk's tail was up, you know, whatever. Gunner, come. And then I started to raise my voice because now I'm getting upset. Now I'm getting freaked out. It's dark. It's Friday night. I got to coach soccer the next day. I have a big day planned with my daughter. I'm like, Gunner, come. And he takes a few steps towards me, and I'm thinking, game, finally. We'll just take off running, which I should have done to begin with. I think he would have followed me. So many mistakes I made that night. And then, you know, he turns back around. And they're nose to nose, skunk and gunner. And I'm like, Gunner, come. Next thing you know, the skunk's like, yeah, I'm good with this dude. Turns around right in Gunner's mouth and shoots some stuff from his butt area in my dog's face, in my dog's mouth, and he starts freaking out, and I start freaking out. I take off running. My dog starts chasing me, so that's probably what I should have done to begin with. Skunk didn't chase us. He was giggling. Little peppy Le Pew little bugger. Anyway, 
Gunner's sitting there. He's shaking his head furiously, and I felt bad for him. I've never seen a skunk spray, but it was a young skunk, so I'm thinking this guy didn't have he, oh, he didn't have his act together. But Gunner had like these big yellow droplets on his head, so I don't know if it was like full on like perfume spray or this thing was like something was wrong with the cannon, you know, whatever it was. He's shaking. His mouth's foaming because the poor guy got it in his mouth. I'm freaking out. I'm gagging. But here is where you kind of look at the bright side. I was sprayed by bear spray. Bear spray and skunk juice. Skunk juice has nothing on bear spray when it comes to burning your throat. It sucked. Don't get me wrong. But I'm like, okay. I kind of acclimated, if that's the word you would use for something like this, um, to... uh, skunk butt right because of the bear spray but it was it was bad i didn't know what to do i've never been in this situation i live in an apartment right now fourth floor i don't have access to a hose i don't have i almost i almost put him in the freaking hot tub the community hot tub because i'm like no one's out i need to get this off before i get my apartment but no of course i don't have the thing so long story short i get gunner up here get him to my apartment i take everything out of his crate put him in there run over to the store and i grabbed Dish soap, hydrogen peroxide, baking soda, which is supposed to be the recipe. And then I'm like, the hell with this. I went back to the dog area. This is at Walmart. And they had some big jug of skunk, get rid of skunk smells, like nine bucks. I'd have paid 50 bucks at that point. Bought that too. Came home, put them in the tub. And then it was, it was full on. There was things said that night that you can't take back, but there it, it, it uh, changed our relationship. I bathed him four or five times. I didn't know what to do. My ha- my apartment, it's a, almost a week later, and I can still smell something in the air in my apartment. He still got that. Oh, and it was two. Okay, back back up. It was two days after he was freshly groomed. So, come on, man. So, yeah, I'm super, super bummed. He still, he, I won't let him on my lap when we're watching shows because he still has... Everything smells like skunk butt right now. Everything. Everything smells like it. I don't care what it is. In my eyes, I, I trim my nose hairs. I shoved wet wipes up there, lotion. I've done everything. And it's still got that lingering effect of skunk butt. So answer me this, Trail Manners listeners. I understand why certain things are on the planet. Okay? Bugs, snakes, birds, whatever, right? There's like this circle of life. There's this yin and yang. There's this, I eat you to help, you know, fertilize this, or I'm a bee. I do honey. And then I do this, even though I do sting you. What the hell is a purpose of a skunk? Like, what are they good for? What does a skunk provide? I don't know that answer. Somebody educate me. I don't understand why skunks are here. They're, they're not fun, right? Someone says, oh, it was a baby skunk. It was probably cute. It, when something comes out of its butt that stinks that bad, nothing is cute. I don't care what it is. Even when you have a little baby and it does one of those messy diapers, they're cute, but you're like, yeah, yeah, I'll pass. But what's the purpose of a skunk? What do they do for the planet Earth? What do they do for us? What do they do for the circle of life? I don't know. So someone please tell me, and I refuse to Google skunk. I'm on a skunk protest, and... Me and my dog's relationship is still mending right now. I think there's still some bad blood between both of us, um, which is going to take time, maybe some therapy, maybe some cl- couple classes. I don't know what it's going to take, but there's there's something going on there. So 
That started off last week, which has moved into this week, and it bums me out. So there we go again. Next up, the Boston Marathon was this last weekend, and it's over. So congratulations to everybody that ran. I know that's such a bucket list item for all you folks out there. Not for this uh, podcaster for sure. Um, just not my cup of tea, but I know how iconic it is. I know how historical it is, and I know it's such a great thing for everybody that's done it. I know so many people that have done it. So if you're lucky enough to do that and get in and have a good time, congratulations. Super cool. I love seeing all my new my feed for like two days had to do with uh, Boston Marathon and then, of course, the unfortunate burning over at the, uh, Notre Dame. Um, so that bums me out. So much in the news, right? That that bums me out. Um, not, not, not a good situation. Um, but the Boston Marathon, you know, was really cool to see um, and a really good situation. The other thing that uh, happened this weekend is we'll talk about real quick is I was running, okay? Now... Trail managed listeners have the advantage to know that I'm kind of a jokester. I like to I like to be you know humorous. I guess it's a good form of defense. So I'm running. I've seen this lady running before. In fact, it's the uh, I've seen her. The, I think it was the day that I talked about her dog, another person's dog getting an issue. But anyway, I'm running, coming up behind a lady, right? And I don't have my dog with me. It was just me because Gunner was grounded. It was it was actually. This past weekend, yeah, he was grounded from the skunk issue. But I'm running. It was really muddy, too. And she's ahead of me. She's got her dog off leash. It's a little like, like little black labish looking dog. I come up behind her. She saw me coming, so it wasn't had to be one of these uncomfortable situations. So I'm going back, and I'm like, okay, I'm dressed like a runner. I'm going through my mind of what the trail manager listeners are telling me. This is lady by herself, dude by himself. I'm like, okay, I have shorts on. I have a shirt on. I have a hat on. I look like a runner. Well, I'm dressed like a runner. Let's face it. I'm don't look like a runner, but I'm running and she's seen me run before. So I come up behind her. She turns, she stops her dogs off. She goes, Oh, I'm sorry. Um, he's harmless. And I turned, I was just passing her. So I kind of turned to the side a little bit. <laughs> I, I said, um, me too. I'm harmless. And she didn't laugh. She didn't do anything. So she says, don't worry. He's harmless. And I turned, I says, me too. I'm harmless. I didn't get a smirk. Come on. That's funny. I'm trying to break the ice. I didn't see her on my way back. I think she turned around and left because she didn't think I was very funny. But I told my daughter that, and she looked at me. She goes, that's just like a dad joke. I'm like, but what's really wrong with dad jokes? That was good. That was quick. I was just in my zone, in the moment. Oh, he's harmless. Oh, so am I. Me too. Nothing. Not even a giggle. I giggled. I giggled for like 10 minutes. I'm like, dude, you're funny. And I'm like, I know I am. And I high-five myself, you know, one of those days. But, you know, it's having fun on the trail. But I did. I, and in my mind, I got blocked into that trail manner saying, make eye contact. You know, I'm, I'm usually quiet, whatever. Um, but, nope, I, I went after it. And um, I don't regret it. So I hope that individual, um, what's the word? Uh Maybe they, you know, shared some some wine or some Seven Up with somebody later that day and talked about it. And it's funny now. I don't know, but isn't that funny? It's just like how we talk to each other. Isn't it all about the words? Like you can phrase things. I saw this thing. Somebody said, you know, how would you like to hear this? It means the same thing, but how's it sound? You say, have a nice day, or enjoy your next twenty four hours. They're both the same thing, right? But have a nice day. Someone's like, oh, that's cool. Thank you. How, or enjoy your next 24 hours. That sounds like someone's going to kill you. <laughs> so it's all about the words we choose when we talk to somebody. 
And I learned that. And when I talked to that lady, I was trying to be funny, right? And I'm harmless. I really am. But yeah, so it's all about how we speak to one another. All right, next up, uh, <laughs> I might skip one because it's a little too personal. But uh, I didn't hear anybody get back to me um, from last week's show when I talked about vacation races for the Zion about paying the extra money for that experience. The link was in the show notes. I didn't hear from anybody on that, but I'm still curious what people think. If you ran Zion, I know that was last weekend, um, because of congratulations to everybody that ran that. So if you saw that um, or you were down there, I'm curious how that went. If anybody did it, I'd love to hear about it. Um, and if you don't remember, if you didn't listen to last week's show, quick synopsis, you pay extra money for this race, and they'll follow you through the race and do your own like documentary, I guess is the best way to say it. And um, it's like, I can't remember the pricing even. It's like 300 bucks or I don't know, something, 200 bucks, something crazy. Um, but they'll, you know, have some shots on the course, interview before, after, and on the course um, for a pretty good price. And I, who am I to know if that's a good deal or not? You know, I guess people pay whatever they want if they want something. But just curious if anybody saw that go down this past weekend and how that went. And even if the, you know, you were one of those people that decided to, to take advantage of it, if, um, if it worked out. So anyway, uh, big golden ticket race this past weekend. We talked about Lake Sonoma 50 mile. Um, not sure if there's a huge surprise on the men's winner. Uh, Jared Hazen ran away, uh, second place. So it was a golden ticket race, right? So, uh, second place was from France, Sebastian Spieler. I'm saying that Spieler, Spieler, some guy from France, Thomas Evans from the UK. Um, so golden tickets, baby, right there. Um, close race though, um, between, uh, second and third, it was a uh, 608 for Jared Hazen. Um, Spaler was 615. Evans was 616 on the women's side. Anime Flynn closed hard, like half, half mile. There was a switch. So, uh, she passed Yao Wang, uh, first and second. Third place was Addie Bracey and Wang Artie's hazard golden ticket. So it would fall to, you know, Anime May Flynn and then down to Addie if she accepts. So. Um, that rolled into third place. So that was kind of the big race this past weekend. Um, I think there's only one more golden ticket race, um, April 27th. So, in, you know, week and a half, 10 days from this. The Canyons, 100K in Northern California. So it's the last golden ticket race. Um, so entries to an already stacked Western States 100. And we will not be on course to cover that, folks. So, yep, that's the news on the Western States this year we will not be there i will not be there trail manners will not be there covering it but you can check it out also in the news my favorite uh, running name out there uh patty o'leary went to ireland and uh, ran 100k um it's called the wicklow round um 26 peaks six thousand uh, nineteen thousand seven hundred feet again he won ah woohoo 1627 new fastest known time on that course but uh, congratulations patty O'Leary. I love that name. Still one of my favorite names in, in running for multiple reasons. Uh, not a whole lot coming up this next weekend. Easter weekend, though, folks. So I hope everybody has a great Easter weekend. Um, hope the weather changes for you. I was about ready to boycott the Trail Manners podcast this week just to uh, put my foot in the ground and say, come on, weather. Um, change. It's time. It's time to give us the goods. I don't want to go from snow rain to blistering heat so hopefully we get some spring with uh mild temperature rises so it doesn't go from you know 50 to 
90 overnight. So hopefully we get a little um, uptick, if you will, um, on that. Let's see what else we got going this week. How about a little Strava, uh, Strava tidbit? Uh, Shalise Morgan, who actually won the Zion 100 for the women, she got in the distance for 117 miles total runtime. Um, we're gonna give this. Uh, I don't know to be honest with you. Let's go ahead and give it to uh, first shows uh, 100 hours, and I don't think that's correct. So we'll go to Sean um, Robertson. Uh, 32 hours, 49 minutes, or Sean Roberts, excuse me. Um, and then last was climbing, Arturo Anea, who's been up there before, 27,075 feet, followed closely by Lori Foringer, um, 26,672, who also did a 100-miler this past week. So congratulations to everybody there. Uh, jumping into, let's just cruise through this. Let's get her done. There are no Ask Trail Manners questions this week little disappointed, folks, but there was a conversation that I might, you know, I'm going to, who cares? Who cares? I, it's personal, I guess, but it's kind of funny <laughs> and it has me thinking, which if you have me thinking, that's, that's a good thing, I guess. Right? Yeah. Um, but let's cover Woody footies first because that's fun. There's a lot of good Woody footies this week. Um, I loved them. There was a lot. Um, and from all over. I love seeing. Here's what I love to see. So, front of the show, Amy Butler. She was volunteering. Another Trail Manners listener, Cade Brown. They took a photo for Woody Footy. How freaking cool is that? That is so cool. I love it. And I hear from other people that they've met people through the Trail Manners podcast stuff, right? That they've met. And that's super cool. Um on the on the Woody footies, there's so many good ones. One, I just want to say, Steve Hamilton, if you listen to the show, um, I hope you're okay. He took a picture. It looks like he said he went face first into rocks, and he's pretty bloodied up, um, cut, scraped, whatever. I hope you're all right because facial injuries and head stuff, that's spooky. So I hope you're doing good. Um, a lot of good ones out there. One of the ones I liked a lot was Melissa Ann Coles. Looks like uh, a Zion pacing her friend. A couple pictures on top there. Um, Aaron Davis had a great one. Um, up on a rise, uh, Turtle Miller, um, you did a track workout. You are disqualified for future use, even though our friend Turtle Miller is the official sponsor of the Woody Footy Awards. Man, I wish I knew what was going on with my hats. I'm sorry. I feel horrible, but I just don't have the logo done, so I have to go somewhere else. Uh, Alex Terrell has a great one coming out of Corner Canyon. Jim Skaggs on the BST. Jeremy Haddock is pacing the Salt Lake City Marathon. Way to go, Jeremy. Uh, Tim Bugnett had a great one with a bench up... Uh, in Ogden, that I, of course, know where it's at, and it's super pretty. Chad Smith, Bear Mountain, New York. Total Blair Witch situation. Super cool. Um, what else do we got? Kate, uh, Kate Wolf Collins on the trail in Connecticut with a five-year-old. He ran 3.6. That a boy. Uh, Martin Schneecloth, uh, Oak Mountain 50K in uh, Birmingham, outside Birmingham, Alabama. Super cool little waterfall you got going there. Um, but so many good ones. I mean, I could go on and on. Jeff Heart from Bellingham, a waterfall that I passed. Oh, my gosh. Brings back memories. A little verklempt, you know, my eyes. Nevin Hill, wildflower season in Sierra, Nevada. Absolutely gorgeous. Um, Wanderly Reese, rocking on the island. But this week's winner, and I needed it. And it, I, as soon as I saw I giggled, I smiled. This week's winner is going to John DeMartin. He went on an injury recovery walk jog with his buddy, 
at the Harrison Hot Springs in BC. He's the winner. I love the photo. It made me happy. And that's what it's about on this one. It's a beautiful photo of his his, his uh, running buddy. Um, dog smiling, I swear. It's a smile. So congratulations, John, and thank you so much for everybody. We had a lot that came in the Woody Footies this week. Um, so if uh, you want to do that, it's every Sunday on the Trail Manners uh, Facebook page. Um, you can go ahead and post those. Um, I love them. And it's just getting better and better. People are just posting the prettiest photos. You have some Croatian photos just all over. And uh, it's just awesome to see. So thank you all very much. Lake Sonoma from Lisa Langsdale. Um, Stevenson, David Stevenson on recently named Stevenson Trail. Just so many, so many good ones. So thanks for everybody that's participating in that. Um, also need to bring up uh, registration for the uh, Gib Wallace races is pretty much going to be closed by the time you hear this. We might have some Kids K open. It's free for the Kids K. Um, we didn't fill that one, so I'm hoping people still register. Um, far as the um, adult races, didn't get a huge number this year. Uh, kind of bummed about that, but uh, it'll be a great time for everybody that shows up. Also, we are hopefully going to announce um, tickets this weekend. We're trying to get that going. We're just waiting on a few things. Cat Bradley's coming here right across the street from my place to talk, have a little night. It's going to be 20 bucks ahead. Uh, we're going to have food, hang out with Cat Bradley, smoking deals on stuff at the Armor Sport Factory Outlet. So please miss, don't miss that. And if you're not running, you're in the area here and you can help. We still need some volunteers. Um, so if you're interested in doing that, we sure would appreciate it. Um, that would be awesome um, if you could do that. So oh, that's it for, for that. But uh, here's this quick little, um, what do you call it? Little, uh, okay, someone approached me. I shouldn't say that. We I was having a conversation. Of course, there was some beers involved. And it came up that says, hey, aren't you... <laughs> All right, this is personal. No giggling. They said, aren't you about ready to get in the dating scene? Well, first, my answer was no. Not even close. Um, so that was the start of that conversation. But then it goes, I have a great idea for the Trail Manners podcast. And I was like, oh, yeah, what's that? You should do a segment where you talk about, um, and this is somebody I know, being old. Okay, I'll take that a little bit. And getting into the dating scene. Well, first, I don't, I don't, the dating scene, that just, that just doesn't sound interesting on lots of levels. Um, but yeah, they said you should chronicle it. Add a piece to the show, get a title to it, and update your your listeners every week on what's going on, how it's, what it's like, um, the comedy aspect, just about it. And I'm like, well, I don't know if I could do that every week anyway, cause it's not like it's going to be this weekly revolving door. Like there's still a lot of my life that's going on. But anyway, I had to bring that up because it, it cracks me up because it's like, number one, it wouldn't be very interesting, but I think if that, it was ever happened, like if I ever got back out there to like a dating situation, um, God, that'd be embarrassing, really. It'd be super. I mean, I could, you know, change names to protect the innocent type thing, but I don't know if it'd be interesting enough. I think sitting around with some friends with uh, with a beverage would be, but I don't know about the other way. But but that scared the crap out of me because just the the two words dating scene, right? And I know people that have gotten, you know, gone through stuff and gotten into dating or gotten back into it and. 
I'm not technologically advanced human, right? So they're telling me about different apps I've made fun of and all this other stuff. So anyway, it could be, it depends how comfortable I get with myself. It could be something we throw in there. I think it, you know, you never know, right? Um, but anyway, that's kind of funny. Also, and we're going to skip right through that in case you, you know, just blinked for a minute. Um, last week I mentioned we're looking to do some podcasts with people battling, struggling, um, whatever, whatever word, you know, have depression that are working through that, um, or working on that or the best way to say it, right? People that are, are battling it or, or having depression and also battling or, um, surviving slash going through the other side of any type of addiction, right? Um, that are runners and how that contributes and what that's like. And we do have somebody that I am so excited um, to have on the show. I won't mention any names yet, but it's not going to be anonymous. Um, but we did have someone reach out right away, say, I've got the perfect person for you. Let me reach out to them, um, see if they're interested. They did. I reached out to them. That person's super interested. And although I don't know this person personally, like, in, you know, like we don't have conversations, um, I do know this person through social media. And very, um, I'm trying to find the word because you don't know what people, like if you go through social media, friends you don't know, right? You don't know what their life's like, but you see their social media through. This person seemed, I mean, to me seems absolutely amazing. So it's going to be, it'll be a good interview. Um, and you know, she has mentioned that, you know, she would like to help other people through that. So I'm really, really, really excited for that. It's kind of not the, the not so fun or sexy part of what we do. Um, but I think it's something that so many people, I'm not going to lie to you, man, this last year and a half, I have struggled, right? I have struggled and I'm the last person and it's not anyway, I'm, I, I don't, I would never ask for help. Right. I just haven't this whole year and a half. I don't reach out to people. I get in my little shell. I don't leave my apartment. I whatever it might be. And so it's just interesting. The depression side, it could be clinically. It could be chronic. It could be, you know, coming and going. I think it's it's getting taken to where it's not. Oh, you're having highs and lows like you have a type or you have a degree of depression or whatever. Um, It's just so scary. It is so, so scary. Um, and I know we all either have known people or we've ha- or people have had it themselves. So it's something that's there. It's being talked about more, which is fantastic. Um, but I still, I see it. I, I've seen people um, struggle, battle, lose the battle, depression, all these things. But yet when I have gone this year, year and a half of this deep, dark, abyss that I've gone in it sometimes I've never looked at myself as being depressed I've never looked at myself as being that way and in a lot of times I just I, I turned to look in the mirror and I'm like what is wrong with you like suck it up be a quote unquote be a man right um it's you're 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 better than this it's it's so difficult when you get in those spirally funks, right? And I know in my lifetime, I have been there for people that have battled small things, right? Maybe big things. I don't know the extent of some for sure, but I've always been there with trying to give that encouraging word, that motivational speech, that Ted talk to somebody to, you know, make them feel better and even being a parent. But 
being on the other side of that a little bit, it's it's so difficult. And I, I am thankful that I do have some good people around me. And I'm thankful that, fortunately for me, it hasn't been to the degree of what I know other people go through. And that's scary. That scares me that to know what, how dark and, and, and helpless and what people go through. And these are words people have told me, helpless and dark and all these things. It makes me scared. It makes me sad, really, because I think there's so many people in this world that care about people. You know, you take one individual who's battling depression. There's probably so many people that are deeply touched by this person and care so much. But when they're in that space, they don't feel they can reach out or they don't feel that, right? Or that's just not enough, right? So I'm super excited, absolutely thrilled to kind of do that. And it probably, in my eyes, I think it might be more than a one-episode show. I think it's that um, big of a deal. And it's not meant to take away from what we've always done and had fun, but it is one of those things I think that there's probably more people out there that would want to hear it than not, right? Um, but I'm super excited, so thank you um, for the individual who's going to step up. And when I get back from Zion, I'm gonna, we're going to kind of dial things in a little bit because um, my goal is to record down in Zion over on just running. Like there's no spit topic. There's just some really cool people down there that would be fun to sit around on a microphone like I did last year and just chat. Jeff Hart's going to be there. Allie's going to be there. Jim Skaggs. There's been a handful of people down there. Um, but back to it is if you know anybody else, especially even addictions, you know, I know that's a difficult one. My father was an alcoholic, um, very hardcore alcoholic when I was young. And I know how badly that affected me um, through through all of my youth. But even, you know, even as I got older, how I look back and how that affected me and I, I remember swearing to myself that I would never be an alcoholic and so people would say oh you know your dad's an alcoholic you shouldn't drink you're going to be an alcoholic and I thought man it's the opposite I saw what alcoholism could do to a person and to a family I will never do that right not that I don't drink beer and wine or whatever but it's like I'll never get that way and I haven't ever um, and there's different types of addictions. Obviously there's drug addictions, there's even hobbies, there's all kinds of stuff. But if, if there's someone out there that is comfortable with it, and if not, I absolutely get it. Um, but I know there's so many strong, triumphant people, um, that have gone through stuff and it'd be nice to talk to people who, who can share with the listeners, um, something a little deeper, I guess, instead of my, my zany foolishness or whatever. So Anyway, um, I think that's pretty much it for this week. I don't think we have a lot more to go on. I don't want to bore everybody. We didn't pick up any Patreon supporters this week, so we're still at 27, which is okay. And thank you all so much for that. Um, but, yeah, hope you hope you had something out of the show. Like I said, I apologize it being quick. There's just a lot going on. Um, but I wanted to be consistent, and I also want to just be there. Um, and please, people know, even if you don't know me, if you're ever having a, a bad time, hit me up, man. I am here. I would love to hear you. I would love to hear you talk. Even if we've never met, just know that Trail Manners here cares about you, and um, that's serious. So I mean that. So anyway, thanks for always being there for me, uh, listeners. Even though I can't see you, even though I don't know if you listen to the show or not, I feel it. Um, and there's, you know, a lot of you out there that that I come across, and I appreciate that so much. But anyway, hope everybody has a wonderful, wonderful. Th- 
Easter this weekend. Hope you have a great time. Be looking for a uh, podcast next Tuesday with just some folks, just some some fun, no spent topics right now down in uh, Zion, and then be back with single track session, and then you know onward. We're getting into May. It's getting hot and heavy. A lot more going on, and hopefully some changes with the Trail Manners podcast. So thank you again, as always, for listening to the podcast. Thanks for your support. Uh, if you want to be a Patreon supporter, it's just patreon.com backslash trail manners. Uh, send me your questions on trail, trail manners at manners at trailmanners.com. And, uh, yeah, if you have any topics, anybody you think could be on the show, hit me up. Uh, love to get them. Otherwise, have a great weekend. We will catch you next week. I'm Eric Manning, the host of the Trail Manners podcast. And I am out.